thing because we are dedicated. Yes. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Necessary and proper podcast. And may it please the court. And may it please the court. Okay. So just a quick overview of what we're going to be discussing today. The um, most. Okay. So today isn't. T- by the way. Happy episode 10. Woo! We <laughs> did it! <laughs> well, um, technically there's nine episodes out. Techni- well, we've... Okay, so... T- okay, actually, <laughs> technically we've done over 11. We actually... We haven't been short this month. It's just that we recorded one early in the month, and we both had headaches. Yeah, <laughs> and we were and tired. We were tired, and we didn't. We weren't. We were talking nonsense, yeah. so it wasn't. Nothing we, made sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to think about talk about the Supreme Court when you just are tired. Yeah, and you had been, been working all day. Yeah, it. Um. So. We ended up putting it off. Both of our, we both had a very crazy, like busy month, and um, yeah. So. Oh, and what's the new update? What happened today? What happened? We now have our own setup. Oh my gosh! So things are about to get much more streamlined. Yes. At the nest, at necessary and proper. <laughs> yes. Because we have our very own podcast setup. We're not mooching off of any sort of institution. We uh, weren't ex-boyfriend. Oh. Um, blah blah. We're not texting Grace's friends asking, "Hey, do you know how to <laughs> have a podcast setup?" Yeah, for you? we're strong and independent we're women. Independent women, and um, we're also not paying to rent out studios. I mean, that's just embarrassing. <laughs> we don't gotta mention that part. <laughs> Texting people for podcasting equipment is embarrassing too. No, you threw me under the bus. No, it's not. I don't even have. I don't even know people I could text for podcast. I uh, you have friends. I have. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bottom line, we now have our setup. Yeah. So um, very. It looking forward to a bright and streamlined future here at the necessary and at necessary and proper. Um, we can just call it the necessary and proper podcast. I know. I'm just trying time. some things out. Okay. So we aren't federalists. We yeah we're yeah we're we don't pop- we don't got it. I mean, as we get more popular, we might have to do a little disclaimer. But all in all, yeah, just so you know, we're not. We're just to in case you couldn't have guessed, we're not affiliated yeah. in any way. <laughs> um. Okay. So two quick girlies just trying to pretend they know what's going on. Two girlies with a dream and a grudge. <laughs> And a certain penchant for uh, for dramatic um, depictions of politics, and also like the tea is too good. Okay, so that brings me back to what we were talking about last episode. Our TV show oh. idea. Um, have had a few thoughts since then. Like the real justices of the Supreme Court. I feel like you're not speaking close enough. The real justices <laughs> of the Supreme Court. I thought it 
I feel like you're not. I'm so close to it. I'm so close to it, too. Now you are. Yeah, bring it. You can slouch. Just bring it down a little bit. I felt like I'm... I, Like, I can't even see the... I'm almost kissing it. I kn- That's how close I am. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, anyway, I was thinking for um Jenny Thomas. Yes. Renee Zellweger. Perfect. Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne. I, I think I think it's a. So this isn't the reality one. This is just like. No, this is the dramatic. Oh, um, like the House of Cards. Yeah, exactly. Um. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett would be um. Uh, I I still don't. Oh, what about like Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, no, that's good. Reese Witherspoon with like brown hair. I thought Amy. No, she has brown hair. She's got brown well, hair. Well, how do I not know this? I always assume she's a blonde. Are you kidding me? No. You know this. All right, this I looks. Think we dir- this is dirty blonde. No, she's got like, a, like maybe light brown hair. That's brown hair. I. She's got maybe like kind of. Uh, she's got like kind of a bay. What is it called? Like the bailage. Bailage. Yeah. She's maybe like a few highlights, but no, she's a brunette through and through. I think it would be talked about more on this podcast personally if there was a blonde at the Supreme Court. I always assume that she was kind of dumb blonde, but no, not no. not. She's not dumb. She's not dumb. Okay, we we stand Amy Coney Barrett, and um, let's just talk about why. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, just a quick overview of this episode. We're going to be talking about... um, A few articles. A few, uh, just a few articles that we've, um, like, we read most, honestly, most of them are from December, but we're just Mm going to bring them up just because they're interesting. And then we're going to give a super short summary of some of the um, cases from January, and then we're going to really go into the cases that were heard at the end of the January docket, which were the Chevron Doctrine yeah, cases. Um so we'll get into that but Looper and Relentless. Loper. Loper, Bright. Loper. Yeah. It either. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm I'm excited because we haven't really done an episode like this where we both like it's we usually do episodes where one of us researches one case and then talks to the other mm-hmm. about it. And this case, we're both kind of waiting in the shallow. So we're yeah. going to go through it together. And I think what's really interesting is w- this is we have everyone's been anticipating the oral arguments. And I think s- the decisions and opinions that are going to come out about the Chevron Doctrine cases. Um, yeah. I know I see it ov- all over the news yeah. um, because of the impact that it could have and the implications. And I think it needed both of our brains. Yeah, on that's it. true. And the other thing is that, like, I think a lot of people, like, know what's... They've, they've heard, there's been a lot of headlines about the Chevron cases, but people don't really know what's up. And, like, people our age don't really know what's up they might have heard it they might have heard like the chevron doctrine but no one's no no like people a lot of these articles are 
like you know by and for experts in a way yeah is that at least in my view and so it's really not for any like the average like person yeah and the average person doesn't care but i think this will be one of those things that like when an opinion does come out like if they overturn chevron um and that gets announced that will be all over the news i feel like everyone will be like wait when did this happen if it won't be as crazy as roe v being overturned but it will change so much stuff and i feel like when roe v way got overturned everyone's like wait when did this happen this just happened like everyone but there's like a whole there's a whole background to it yeah but the thing is like with roe v wade so that when that got overturned everyone's like oh wait like women can't get an abortion anymore in some states but like this case when it's gonna come out it's gonna be like hey uh like actually like there's no deference to the administrative like decision mm-hmm. and um and people are gonna be like wait what's up like what yeah it's so uh, people don't even people don't even know i just think that this opinion is gonna be have i i believe that there's an agenda kind of with how many of the administrative cases that they've taken on this year and that they're gonna just kind of re revamp a lot of like how the government gets run if things do get overturned and everyone's gonna be like wait what like dmv doesn't can't do shit or like all these administrative things like this seems so unfair why are we giving so much power but not understand like how we got here what this actually means why this was a why the decision came to what it was it was it a partisan issue like a lot of this is nonpartisan so in simple in simpler terms thank you can you imagine the dmv getting more fucked up <laughs> uh, if the dmv ceases to exist i would be so happy yeah like can you like imagine if you had i don't know the d i don't <laughs> know what like never mind never mind i i just i i <laughs> hate going i also went uh my friends on uh getting like the disability payments they like cancel it for one reason and without saying and then she went uh she tried calling 30 times and they didn't pick up so i went with her at 8 a.m to stand outside like and be the first ones there we already were like the 10th and she went up and they're like oh we have no idea why this happened oh you can go back on wait she went to the dm no 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 the disability like like edd okay i got it just um, but i'm just saying yeah, those yeah, yeah but you know sure. what that's just government but i know and honestly uh, actually in in a lot of ways like it would almost be better for people if those didn't work so good because to be honest they take like their administrative like processing time in some ways is so slow that that's really all i'm trying to fix it r- no but it but i like understand the chevron doctrine really doesn't have anything to do with it or like any of these cases is bigger i just would love for agencies to move at a more effective rate right but like with like disability and stuff like yes it takes so long to make things happen same time it takes so long for anything like consequentially bad to happen like them to take away your disability payments no they took it away out of nowhere for like some clerical error and she 
when that's not always the case oh like sometimes gosh. they like sometimes they take it away because they can see that you've been making like side money and stuff but sometimes that takes them like years to see but don't then don't they like ask for it back yeah but sometimes they don't see that because the administrative so it's like the irs exactly yeah well the irs the irs happens to see things if you like are worth very little money and happens to not see things if you're like super rich (laughs) it makes no sense yeah okay um but yeah getting back to miss amy coney barrett um the new york times expose that uh came out in december about roe v wade uh if we didn't love our gal already we love her now we she's just like she's such an enigma to me She's the only mother on the Supreme Court right now. That's crazy. Are you sure? We double-checked this, fact-checked this last time. Yeah. Okay, so we did this episode. This was, or, like, we talked about, like, um, articles, but this was that headache episode. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and we talked about how <laughs> uh, both Sotomayor and Kagan are married to yeah. men. Kagan was the one that I didn't know about. <laughs> but yeah, neither of them. And also, Kentanji doesn't have any kids. So sh- she will. Also, she wasn't on the. I don't think she was. Her and her Hunter Biden looking ass. <laughs> they're going to have little. Little. Katanji Biden. <laughs> oh my God. Um, well, how old is she? She's she she's probably she's I don't know she's so beautiful and like youthful. No. <laughs> All right. First, when I say in menopause, I'm assuming anywhere between fifty to fifty-five. Oh, what the fuck? How old is she? She's fifty-three. Okay. I mean that makes sense, obviously, because of her like stature. But she's so beautiful and has like such gorgeous skin. Oh, I always assumed she was younger too, and then I saw how old she was. But she's yeah, so, so she beautiful. she seems, um, unless some you know she was a small percentage. Um, she seems past childbearing age. I have more wrinkles than this lady. That's so annoying um yeah all right i'm gonna stop looking at photos of her it's it's from all the um it's it's from her recusing herself (laughs) oh yes yes well at least she's honest she doesn't have to be called to recuse and then like never recuses (laughs) clarence yeah which also (laughs) is kind of like yo he doesn't seem like he wants to take on more work. Like he, he, he just wants that first question though. I know, but he <laughs> looks, he looks at all times. Like he's point. Oh, this goes up like that. Oh, oh then I don't even need a thing. Um, he looks like he's poised at all times to like take a nap in his office. So I don't really understand why he's not taking up all of these like, very um available opportunities to recuse himself from cases that obviously he should yeah Um, agreed agreed anyway okay but the new york times expose basically was about like the process of uh getting of dobbs v jackson and uh getting roe v wade overturned 
um and basically the i think the big things were just that um number one alito on february 10th alito like uh sent his clerk circulated the 98 page draft opinion um to the justices oh also i hate alito right now (laughs) just saying yeah no, the after reading this article, yeah, and that's because he he went in with an agenda. He he didn't he and he he was like he was covert about it. like he didn't he wasn't upfront about it even when he was um like there I, there's this quote of his mom being like well he's always kept his Catholic values but but this is a church and say Barrett has gone and said she is as a person pro-choice uh pro pro-life she is like as a person what bring it more like towards your you can't like bend it down a little bit yeah she is pro-life as a woman yeah or or as a uh her own private um beliefs yeah um or personal beliefs sorry um but she knows that there's a separation when it comes to being a judge and being judiciary exactly and that also if we're gonna on top of that catholic beliefs it's a separation of church and state so don't bring your personal beliefs and don't bring personal religious religious beliefs as well yeah yeah also amy i i didn't like listen to the original oral arguments for dobbs v jackson but i guess she like brought up a lot about um like she brought up adoption several times. She's got two kids from Haiti. Yeah. And really, she's got hella kids. But Wait, how many? Does she ha- also have um, biological kids? Yeah, she's got like, she had, I think she's Wait, got she like, like Sarah Palin level of kids. I don't know how many kids Sarah Palin. I Dude, Sarah Palin? Like oh my God, you gotta see Sarah Palin. They could, that's a reality show, Sarah Palin. Dude, they might even have one. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I think Amy Coney Barrett has, like, five kids, which isn't that many, but she is a working woman, mm-hmm. and um, and she seems happy, and she's got her wits about her, so hats off to her. Um, all right, so let's summarize the article. All right, so basically, um, the whole thing was that this case obviously came up, um, uh, when, like, after Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and um, Donald Trump replaced her with Amy Coney Barrett and it kind of uh, talked about how actually the case was put um, it was what is the word like put to be reconsidered like nine times mm-hmm. like they didn't want to Re- didn't want to yeah. consider it right away because they didn't want it to be too close to um ginsburg's death and to make it seem like oh well as soon as like ginsburg died then like abortion rights died with her and i think amy coney barrett especially um who has been lauded as like a favorite for anti-abortion groups mm-hmm. that she she like especially didn't want to take up the case and that when it was um when it was considered she opposed even taking it up and um yeah so she she really like opposed the whole thing she felt that it was not the right time um and that it was it was too new a court and that also the whole idea of the supreme court is that nothing is supposed to be done like it's not like 
it, it, it kind of ruins the spirit of the court if like new judges come in and then it's like and then it's like oh all of a sudden um, we're gonna change all these things because mm-hmm. we're just new judges with different beliefs. That's it's not, not the, the court it's, is it's not like the administrative Ex- agencies. <laughs> exactly, it's supposed yeah. to be um, like a slow and thoughtful mm-hmm. process of like what yeah. is right for that time, not what is right for the beliefs of mm-hmm. the judges, justices. A hundred percent. Um. Yeah, and so it kind of talks about that. It talks about how justice. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts and Stephen Breyers, who was um, still on the court, he um, they had, like tried to find a middle ground. I think at like certain points, Amy Coney Barrett was in with them and was just wanting to change some things about it. And it kind of like, and Justice Breyer, who was like always like super liberal, always wanted like always a very staunch supporter of abortion rights wanted to um just he thought the middle ground could be just that Dobbs v. Jackson um shortened the length of uh uh viability for abortion yeah period but um yeah anyway um uh yeah but also like the um Roe v. Wade was a very even like liberal experts um will concede that it's a pretty faulty um yeah yeah it was written so like when it was written it was three trimester they had different rules for each month and then in 1991 um i think it was south carolina something planned parenthood versus south carolina i think it was change it to the viability line the viability line though is a gray line um yeah and what it is is if the child could survive outside the womb then you can't abort it however how do you determine if a child can survive outside the womb also that has changed since 1991 with modern medicine yeah and so there's no exact date that says after this time it's like a 15 to 18 or however many weeks right it's a it's a well the debate has just gotten too like metaphysical like philosophical but the original roe v wade reasoning was based on the right to privacy said to be implicit in the constitution um can i uh yeah the thing though is when roe v wade then got overwritten by that okay, i'm so sorry i feel yeah. like i feel like see how the microphone is right pointed at my mouth i feel like yours is like oh. pointed at your nose okay how about uh, why don't you just bring it down so that you can slouch <laughs> like you can't you can't move this part no because it fell off Get it, get it in there. (laughs) All right, how's this? Good. I Uh, think it's better. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. That does not look comfortable. (laughs) It is comfortable. So, and if I slouch, I go closer. All right. All right. So. There was the viability, whatever. So then that that was, they rewrote Roe v. Wade, so then it got even more confusing, and that's why the liberals say that, even the liberals say it was confusing. Yeah. 
and when it did get overturned, it was all about the re. It was because that gray area is you can't really. They were able to successfully tr- prove about the gray area being um, in whatever. But yeah, it yeah. They need to write laws better. Yeah, they they do. Um, and so, like, I kind of, I obviously, I think that they should have gone with. Um, I think that them choosing to um, like reconsider the case. Of, I don't, I don't know what the word. Like, they chose to re. They relisted it. Relisted it so many times. That term meant that um, it actually meant that um, Dobbs was able to strengthen its uh, like. It it went from just being like, oh, don't worry, we're not gonna go after Roe v. Wade. We're we're just going after um, Jackson, like the y- you know, we're just going after that. It's okay, don't worry, we're not gonna touch Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. And then after all of the times of it being relisted, they're like, actually, we've done a lot of preparation and we're ready. <laughs> um, yeah. So hey, nice. Yeah, this is what we're gonna do. Okay, good for you. Thank you. I'm sorry. It's okay. All right, but yeah, it was um, yeah. I think it. I think I. Th- back to Miss Amy Coney Barrett. Yes. I think um. It was just. I I think that she I th- and we've seen this in the oral arguments. Like I think that she, really wants to uphold like public opinion of the court, because of um she really doesn't want like her the questions that she poses and stuff are really not partisan they're like solely fueled by like reasoning yeah um instead of by like partisan power yeah Um, that's how it should be which is exactly how it should be and i i think uh, to be honest i think that like maybe a lot of the justices do that except for like clarence and alito clarence alito a lot of the time gorsuch um i will say but gorsuch has also always just been a libertarian and that's how he interprets the Constitution. Yeah, but, oh, God, he's so fucking annoying. Like, he's so, he's so, I don't know how to, like, explain it. He just, like, he just, I don't, he, I'm not saying, like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's a very smart man. He's, like, a libertarian, like, king, but I don't understand the, he, he gives, like, he gives me, like, those, he, I don't know, like, what he, like, what really annoys me about him i think it's because he asks these questions that are like he asks questions in a very condescending way like way too condescending like you're already a justice you don't need to like he asks questions i I just don't like i just don't like hearing his voice i don't like his questions maybe it's because he like you know he knows he's the only libertarian yeah and like is like oh i gotta say because i i believe he truly interprets like um separation of power and really wants to give states the power over i'm not talking about the content of his questions i'm talking about the way that he like i feel like he like belittles people and i feel like it's 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 giving gross (laughs) yeah no no i can agree okay um yeah anyway i don't really have any more to say about that well all right so then they they kept relisting it and then um Finally, they heard it, and then what was it within? It got leaked. 
but before it got leaked, yeah. didn't he send a nasty email? Alito sent a nasty email to Kintanji, or did? No, that's not. No, um, he. That's. Or 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 Kintanji sent an. E- someone sent an email. Um, so s- I think you're thinking Sotomayor after they oh, had Sotomayor. all worked. Oh together. yeah, Kintanji wasn't even on the Supreme Court at this time. Sotomayor after it had like come together, she she just sent a very poignant email saying like it's just. It's something like it's just sad we couldn't have done better, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and I'm thinking that those conferences and those little Supreme Court cafeteria lunches must have been real awkward after yeah. that. No, dear Mister <laughs> Justice Alito, it was just like Samuel. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, it sucks that we couldn't have done better. Not in those words, but yeah, basically. Um, and then. Uh, once the opinion was written and Alito had sent it out to everyone, everyone in its a uh, multiple like ninety-page document, right? Something along the sorts within five minutes. Yeah. Um, and Gorsuch. then Gorsuch is like, "Yup, looks good to me." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so obviously there had been like so, it, which is like perfectly um, judicial, but there had been like some colluding. That's not really like the normal manner of things yeah um, a little collusion just like yup sounds good <laughs> let's kill this bitch yep um yeah so um it was just oh it was just, uh, and uh, the other interesting thing i guess from the article is that once it leaked um i guess at the time when it leaked i was kind of like oh wow well there's a lot of public outcry over this they they must like be reconsidering things but no actually from the um opinion being leaked it actually only undercut um chief justice roberts and uh briar's plans Mm -hmm. to um like sort of find a middle ground so actually it's it's kind of funny because it it really could have been like one of the like conservative judges's judges as clerks that leaked it um for the but did they even have access to it yeah okay i also find it crazy that they still haven't figured out who did it yeah well they've said that in the investigation they had to get agreements from everyone working at the time that they will hand over all of their um that they will hand over all of their like electronic data all of their um yeah personal correspondences so i think i I, like the fact that they have to ask for that permission then yeah if i leaked i'd be like (laughs) nah (laughs) um i oh just uh, i think i think i'm done with that but um yeah you got anything else no just i saw like another interesting article that was about like um clarence thomas's like like huge web of uh former clerks Mm. it's really interesting they're like all in very high place they're like all over the circuits they're um so and when all the shit came out about um like jenny thomas she was like emailing a bunch of them that were defending her and she's like thank you all thank Mm -hmm. you so much for always being there for us we will beat this wave of terror Um, oh my god well they know how how much connections matter yeah, it's just and kind loyalty. of, I don't know, it's Lie. kind of crazy. There is so much loyalty. That's why this would be such a juicy TV show, because the amount of loyalty and, like, dedication, and also, I'm sure, like... Money. Money, sexiness, just 
it's just all it's, it's all good. It's too good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um All right. So that's that. That's that. Next article. Uh yeah, just like it was kind of like we already know all this stuff. It was just the Clarence Thomas like he's talking about like a hissy fit he had <laughs> in the early 2000s about his paycheck. And this was a time when he was on the court with like very so I think his paycheck he was getting like what 300,000 his salary was 300,000. I think that was what it would be now with inflation. Yeah, maybe. But so it was less than that, but it, today's current standards <laughs> would be about 300,000. Yeah, but he was uh, he was uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg married to a very wealthy um financial something. Yeah. Yes, and she then did. also the uh, Stephen Breyer was married to like a super wealthy british woman Mm -hmm. got that family money have some thoughts about that um um, but yeah so i think he was just kind of like looking around him being like well what the hell Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of where he started i mean i think that 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 um i think that that story was really just kind of a um closer to you sorry for going to okay that story was really just kind of uh like giving some context for why why he's really gone down the path that he has mm-hmm. and well because he was like i don't make enough money as a supreme court justice yeah. and so and, and he uh, he said he wanted to quit he's like i can't do this this isn't the life i want to lead I have a house and that's in. Yeah. But maybe Jenny wanted more out of him. No, I'm sure that it was Jenny that was like, yeah, I'm sure. She's like, I married a, one of the smartest men. He's like on the Supreme Court, yeah. but yet I have to live in a a modest house in the suburbs. Yeah. And I th- and it's, yeah. So I think that that's kind of giving like context as to like where all these billionaires came out of the woodwork and were like, hey, you want me to buy you an RV? Yeah. And b- uh, yeah, and he uses it to his defense. He's like, "Well, that's why, like, I got my kids' p- uh, private schools paid for and stuff." Right. But I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like of two minds about. It. I feel like he look he. It's if like you wanna, thing. if you wanna go to your billionaire friend's lake house to fish, you should be able to do that. But like, but why didn't he disclose? Yeah. He discloses a lot of other things. I know, but also he doesn't strike me as a man that has like th- has had like that that rich a social life. <laughs> um, um, I feel like people want to be his friend and want to They do now, but I mean I, I think he's I mean, like we've we've heard just from like reading uh, about um, what it was like for him growing up that he was always the odd one out he was always mm-hmm. he was always kind of loner so I feel like him coming into like the open arms of these billionaires being like hey come to my lake house let me take you to Europe mm-hmm. on my private jet he was mm-hmm. like yeah I he guess. just want to fit in I know he just wants like friends and I I feel like he's actually so awkward to hang out with so jokes on you Clarence because that just goes to show that no one no one wanted to hang out with you because of your charming personality. <laughs> um, I think. Do you I don't think know. That Jenny was me. Truly, like, 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 do you, what do you think? Like she's in, like, 
do you think I feel like she loves him, you know, and they got they got a in they're like talking about like she finds him very intelligent and all of that. But do you think she dated him or like married him for like the potential or like because he wasn't on the Supreme Court when they got married? No. Has anyone ever been a sitting judge and gets married? Oh, my God. Like the royal wedding. Is anyone single Why right now? Why is it like the royal wedding? Well, no. If someone were to get married, like, uh, like let's just say, like, Kintanji was single. Yeah. And then, well, like, and then she was going to get married. Well, no. she's a, and it's like Supreme Court Justice Kintanji Jackson getting married. I don't know. I don't think it would be a big deal. For me, it would. It would be for me as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't think, like, it would actually be that big of a deal. But for me, it would be of the essence of, like, oh, my. It would be my royal wedding. You know what? Okay, sorry. This is kind of, like, a... um, I I think that, actually, this TV show um, of ours would be best if it was a British depiction of the U.S. Supreme Court. Like, imagine if all of the U.S. Supreme Court judges had British accents... Um, what about we just do the like British Parliament? No, I and no, that's what I'm saying. It would have to be the U.S. Supreme Court, but for some reason they would all be British. Oh, so like because no one does America town. better than the Brits. You are correct. So I think I don't I don't know. It's just a little idea I just had. I like that. Okay. Um, Texas. So, oh yeah, Real quick. more recent news. Um, the border. Will we go into a civil war? Who knows? Um, we saw that it made it up to the Supreme Court, whether it was constitutional. Um, the The United States border uh, is technically federal, yeah, uh, protected by a federal agency. Yeah. Um, yet the Texas doesn't like how they've been handling things so they put up wire like this crazy like yeah barbed wire around the rio grande yeah and the uh the border patrol couldn't get to it a couple people died yep and so that made it to the supreme court the supreme court said texas you have no right to do that this is uh the feds and then um texas didn't like that yeah. And they said, cool. And now they're continuing to build the wall. I saw that today the governor um, was like, Texas, we're the first state to build a border. Yeah. Um, also, I think it's 25 other countries. I mean, not states, uh, support. Well, there Texas. are all hella countries involved with the border. You're right. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gotcha. And then the more I think about it, it's like, okay, so if that's 25 states, Texas being 26, yeah. that's more than half the country that's standing right now with Texas. That's kind of crazy. It is crazy. Um Yeah, I thought that I thought that was interesting that the Supreme Court sided with um Biden yeah. the administration. Um Well, the thing but also is they're, it's they're still you know, going. It's still in the lower courts. Um the lo- lower courts just really needed the Supreme Court's decision on this one. Um, but it still, we'll probably see it as a full Supreme Court case in a few years. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I mean I got it because it clearly is unconstitutional. It is like a, it is a, yeah, like, but at the same time I like can see how it's such a locally felt issue that it doesn't feel federal. And you're kind, I I totally get it why people why there is going to be a um convoy and. I, I mean, I, I, I want to go down and witness a convoy. Look, I don't get it. Like, I'm not saying I get it. Like, oh, uh, yeah, I get it. I'm saying, or like, you agree I'm saying, with it? I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying, like, I understand the, I, I, I understand the situation. And I can see why it feels locally like, um, like federal government has, like, not cared. Supported. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm not going to really speak more about that, so. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I think the, we Well, but, uh, we'll follow it. We'll continue we'll to follow this issue. For sure. It's such a hot issue, and it's, like, the number one issue that's going to, like, it's, it's, the, I think it's the number one deciding factor in the upcoming elections. Uh, that and potential World War Three. Yes, but I think the Houthis I, like basically said we're all out war today. Well, okay. I th- I think for sure, like f- oh okay, so for Donald Trump, his big thing is like under sleepy Joe Biden, we like have basically we're on the brink of World War Three. Um, but the I mean that's what he says like this would never have happened under me. But his uh. other thing is that we're having like a huge immigration crisis and this would have never happened under me. Yeah. These are these are his two big points. Yeah. Um, and and that he technically won the 2020 election. Yeah, and then whatever that him. shit is about. It's and then he's got, like, a few other weird things. Oh, like but speaking of which, uh, wait, Donald sorry, Trump, wait. February. Oh, th- this month, we're hearing the Donald Trump case. Yeah. Where Supreme Court is. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. that's going to be crazy. The ballot. Wait, sorry, you want to hear something kind of uh, crazy that yes. my dad told me the other day? Think about this. Um, Joe Biden and Donald Trump right now are both older than Bill Clinton is right now. Oh, isn't that crazy? Yeah, because he was the president so long ago, and he looked old as fuck then. Yeah, he didn't age well. I mean, he well, well, how much? All right, here's the question: How much has he aged from when he was president to now? That what? That <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going somewhere you with this. Just answer the question. <laughs> the years? Yeah. <laughs> what did he look like? You when mean he like how many years passed? No, 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 no. Okay. His face. His appearance. I mean, he already looked rough. He's just no, like No, no, but how much bit. rougher has he gotten? I, I Honestly, I think he's come into it. I think he looks a little bit like distinguished now. It's just he's got like more but of a raspy look, okay. voice. Okay, well, just going off of the Epstein shit. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but don't yeah. you know that, um, what is it called? Adrenochrome gives you Well, that's, what, that's where I was going. That's uh, where I was okay. going with <laughs> okay, all okay, this. Okay. That's where I, and I was hoping you were going to be like, honestly, like in all the years that he's been. Uh, I'm sorry, you been for that. Him, yeah. Since he was president, it actually, like, he's aged a lot less than I thought he would. And I'd be like, well, let's talk about why. Yeah. Or hey allegedly. Or just kidding. <laughs> um, I love conspiracy theories. I know. Well, it's so, it's like, 
the problem is not is even the conspiracy theories the conspiracy theorists Ugh. i know the problem is that it's so juicy and like it's such a nice fantasy and escape like you think about the deep state like the deep state isn't this like crazy conspiracy the deep state is right in front of you and it's not that juicy it's like no. literally like it's like big pharma and every politic like it's it's right in front of you and it's not it like all that glamorous and scandal- yeah like they're not meeting in dark rooms they're like meeting like in front of our eyes yeah and just they're they're just like distracting well, us what was that one place up in oh the um i know what you're talking Something about Grove. bohemian bohemian grove, grove yeah uh, epstein they're, island those they're meeting away from us yeah, but they're just meeting to they're just meeting to have fun. I think that's what Bohemian they do Grove, have orgies though. They do, but so what? Like, no, 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 no. I like they're I just fully gross. support a good orgy. Crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I fully support someone <laughs> who want. I don't. No, I don't. I shouldn't say fully support. I really don't <laughs> care. Yeah. If someone is going to do that in their pastime, more power to you. I mean, you. we can't be surprised like this has happened since like early like yeah. I don't like 17th century. This has been like anyone who's in power yeah. is just going to get bored and start having orgies and you just got to hope that there's no one underage involved. Yeah. That's just like what and it and is. And like they're just going to have orgies. Yeah. It's just like a matter of like like consent yeah, yeah that's just exactly it. and if there's that's what i'm saying if there's consent like so fuck what yeah <laughs> yeah not that's all i meant by it okay <laughs> okay uh, yeah um have fun not for me but have a good time okay sorry really quick last article that i thought was interesting don't look at the time I'm not looking at the time. Right. Should we give a time update? <laughs> no. It's one twenty one AM. We're doing good. Um okay. No, but, but it's this is it's necessary and proper. Yeah. Um last article I think I wanted or the emergency docket thing that I want to talk about yes. was that um they emergency uh Supreme Court ruled that a man who an Oklahoma man um could be um executed by gas chamber wait oh my god i didn't realize that came from the emergency that's this shows how much i've been keeping up and then he suffered for 30 minutes okay so this is what's crazy i was looking into this they did that because they tried to do lethal Nitrox injection or something oh they tried to do lethal injection they did on lethal him? In, they tried to do lethal injection like a year ago it didn't take they were trying for like six hours. This poor man, like it didn't take. Wait, what did he do? That can, like can you imagine? And then so they're like, oh no, okay, we're just gonna like throw him in the gas chamber. Never done that yeah. before, but it'll be fine and it'll be painless. He suffered for like they said that he was like making these awful noises and was like writhing for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, no, but. All right, I'm sorry, but what did he do that dessert? Like, isn't there? It wasn't anything. Honestly, really wasn't anything that bad. I was like, it's. it was so not anything that bad that I even forgot about it now. Yeah, you know, depending on what you do, if you keep, sur- if you get, if you're on death row and you are given the lethal injection, 
and you keep trying and it doesn't work, I think, you know what? Just put him back in prison. Yeah, at, I mean, let, at let, that let, point, like, yeah. Let's not, let's not, let's not send an emergency docket or like s- send something to the Supreme Court to be like, okay, this didn't work. Let's try this new form that we've never tried before. Yeah. It's just, you know what? Yeah. I think that's enough for him. Yeah. L- l- like, like, it's pain enough, suffering enough. Also, isn't he? He's I don't. I've heard that the death row is pretty swanky, so you almost like want to be on death row because it's like a nicer setup. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't even like. Did you see what happened in New York? Like, I just. To be fair, disclaimer: We live in Los Angeles, so yeah. the way right now since October they have implemented zero dollar bail. Yeah. Um. Unless you murder. Well, it's a complicated. It is complicated, but you can always lean that way. Uh, yeah. It, more. Unless they have reason to believe that you'll like flee or you you've done multiple crimes most of the time. Yeah. You will get zero dollar bail. Um. Yeah, the other thing Which is, sorry, just to go back to how um, Death Row is kind of a swanky setup, C- California, like a s- wi- very while ago, um, put a moratorium on um, like uh, death sentences. So um, all of those people that were sentenced to death were, uh, now they're just like in swanky setups. Like now they they just really like, hacked the system because they're like living it up in the nicest setup in prison. Well don't they also get free housing? <laughs> they it's just like nice I think. Yeah. They're not with like Gen Pop. They're like yeah. Gen Pop. <laughs> Gen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like really so. So it's yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. Having to be separate from society um, also sounds it's so lovely. Well, it's gendered too, so. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think I would. Obviously, if they did a crime that was like really, really, yeah, most of them probably are there for awful crimes. So I don't agree with them having super swanky setups. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I but mean, it's okay, but, it, it, but it's no Norway jail. It's like I'm not talking <laughs> like super swanky. It's not. It's, it's not like a Scandinavian prison. I, it like still sucks, yeah. but it's. I mean, it's probably. But also, honest, if you like murder a bunch of life. people, then I don't think you should have super swanky shit. Yeah, and like America sucks. So uh, like most uh, most of these people's lives in America suck to begin with. So it's just like they don't have to work. They don't have to t- pay taxes. It's probably much better. It's like I. Yeah. So. so all relative yeah um. everything's relative but um what was that oh oh so los angeles da um i forget. oh it just feels like everyone sometimes is getting released and released oh yeah yeah in los angeles yeah yeah well, uh, well, yeah. well well and that this is a bigger problem of 
overcrowding of jails and other issues um and i you know uh monetary bail is you know unfair in a lot of situations yeah um or if you come for more money then you're gonna it's your life's gonna be a lot easier like it's gonna be easier to get out on bond um but yeah i don't know everything's just crazy in this world right now yeah i mean all that stuff is just uh, yeah that 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 stuff is all quite complicated yeah um okay should we move to january yeah i have a quick question yeah what is it okay we're gonna cut this out real quick yeah this much better okay okay um okay uh so wait I just want to say what you quickly what you just said. First of all, um, Oakland closed its like main in and out location. RIP. I used to go to that one all the time just because it was so unsafe for customers and their workers and their workers or employees. Um, which is I, I mean, in and out has always really like held their employees down. And, yeah. Uh, no, they they like they charge they they. Right now, I think I could make more working at In and Out. I almost think I might start doing that. Quit my job and go to In and Out. Yeah, don't do that. But why? Um, the, the 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 you know the job. I know, I know, and there's I know, I know, I there's like, an In and Out right down the street. They pay like twenty three dollars and they give health care. I know. I could easily work my way up to a manager position there. And it's so good. I know, but whatever. you, I, Let's not you talk know, about that right now. I well first. I am part of the In and Out cult. I have an In and Out um, duffel bag. I have In and Out socks. You're part of the In and Out cult. I am a In and Out Grove. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, did you know that the the um, what is it? Uh, so In and Out was owned by someone, and the way it got passed down, um, through gener the two generations that ended up at this girl and she was like 25 okay you have to reel it in we're not talking about in and out this okay no, <laughs> she 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 was the youngest billionaire and then kylie jenner passed her or something okay nice. never mind nice. i'll reel it in um okay and then also she was saying that gavin newsom did a or, or let's 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 cut out all that and go back to the in and out so no, <laughs> we're done talking about In and Out. No, 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 no. We were gonna talk about the Oakland In and Out. Oh, you just mentioned it. Okay. All right, and then Governor Newsom. Un- uh, Governor Newsom did undercover boss. <laughs> uh, basically, he went into a. I don't know how he ended up in the Target asking this question, but he asked an employee. He's a man of the people. He shops at Target. Governors, they're just like us. <laughs> Oh my god, what if there was like a tabloid for like governor like <laughs> along with Supreme Court too and it was just like all the scandals and then like pictures of them out in public. I just want to see pictures of them walking into that courthouse. I just want to that's all I want to <laughs> see. I just want to see pictures of them walking in. Where are the, what are they doing? Let's go. Yeah, that's it. Um All right. Yeah. Uh 
Okay, wait, I had, uh, did you see, I, I didn't really, like, read it that thoroughly, but I sent you that one article about the Gorsuch robes, Mark, and, um, oh, I didn't see you send it, it. It was something dramatic was happening in your life at the time, and I was just bored at work looking up, <laughs> researching the governor's robes, I mean, uh, <laughs> the justice's robes, um, because I was thinking about it, and so Gorsuch did a little snark about how, like, like, oh, we shouldn't, we're just, like, justices, we're just people standing up there in polyester robes. Tur- so, it turns out, guess what? They each get them tailored. I told, remember when we talked about I in know. one of the earlier episodes? Yeah, we talked about this, like, a couple of episodes yeah. ago. I thought that they were going to, like, the Brandy Melville of, like, of like justice robes yeah um and like it was like one size fits all but then you look at it actually and they're in pictures of them so obviously gorsuch is like is kind of not paying the premium yeah because his is like not the same shade as everyone else's oh really yeah everyone else's is like a nice dark midnight black and like everyone like his is just uh like kind of a shitty black really yeah. oh yeah, my yeah. god isn't that crazy they each it's each on them to get it tailored and oh like, they have to pay for that they gotta pay for it Damn. i don't know maybe they get like a stipend it's like, probably not yeah like the way clarence thomas was complaining about being a justice yeah yeah you're right so do you yeah okay January cases. January. Um, um. Okay. I think. I think maybe I'll like quickly go over Fickery. Um. Yeah, you go over them all. Okay. <laughs> did we do? Did you look at the bump stock one? Which one was that? There were some that were so boring that I literally. Could no, not. this was the one with like the ARs. Does it anything with gun or Texas in it? The Davillier? Yeah, I think it's Davillier. I don't know. That one was about um like the Fifth Amendment. Um I don't know. Okay, let me just it talk about matter. Vickery really yeah. quick. I'm I'm not gonna talk about the ones that I personally didn't find interesting. Um and <sighs> you're welcome for the ones that I do talk about. Um. So, Vickery. Why the attitude? I'm just like I can't talk. We can't talk about every case. No, I don't want to talk about every case. And like, especially now that we're going to be talking about like one of the most like consequential cases. I really don't care about the other ones. You just want to talk about because I looked at some of them and it was just like. Okay. Okay. So Vickery. Um. What is about the no fly list? Uh no-fly list, which the government established after 9-11. Obviously, the name is pretty self-evident. Um, it's It was like the FBI's way of barring anyone who they deemed a threat to national security from boarding any commercial U.S. flight. Um, and obviously, it's, uh, it's come up in the Supreme Court because like a lot of FBI practices post 9-11, it doesn't really seem like they figured out any of the kinks of uh, how to do this and how to like protect national security while also protecting the privacy and uh, due process of U.S. citizens. Um, and this case is evidence of that. So 
a quick timeline, 2010, Jonas Vickery was detained while on a business trip to Sudan. Agents informed him that he was placed on the no-fly list, and then um, they questioned him about a mosque that he attends in the U.S. It was the largest mosque in Oregon. And they offered to take him off of the no-fly list if he agreed to become a confidential informant. He was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to like become a confidential informant about mm-hmm. my mosque. That's crazy. Um, yeah. It, it, because that was his place of worship and that was his, like, you know, safe yeah, space. Largest mosque in Oregon, to be fair, there was a terrorist attending it. Um, yeah. And I think, was that the one that they wanted him to look at? Or did, he didn't even it, know which one was, he wanted to yeah, look it at. Was yeah, just, it was just, you're our informant. Yeah, like, can yeah. you, please? Which, it, I, obviously, I could see how that goes against, like, the sacred pact of religious community. Um, so, 2011, a year later, Vickery, while he was living in the UAE, was abducted by secret police at the behest of the FBI, imprisoned mm. for months, months, tortured and interrogated about this mosque. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he uh, wasn't allowed to go back to the U.S. He ended up becoming a refugee in Sweden um, for multiple years, right? Many years. Two years later, in 2013, he sues the FBI of depriving him um, for depriving him of his right to due process. He um, contended that the government restricted his right to travel without reasonable grounds, that he even posed a threat to national security. But then while the lawsuit was pending, the FBI removed him from the no-fly list. So they were kind of like, poof, it's it like never happened. Mm-hmm. Your right to try your you have a right to travel back to the US to see your family. Um case closed, no harm done, moot. Um so basically this is a case uh, this is a case on uh, like others on mootness. Um so it hinges on the voluntary cessation doctrine. Um which basically means that if a uh so if a plaintiff sues a defendant for harmful behavior and the defendant agrees like okay i'll just stop that behavior Mm -hmm. you're off the no-fly list the worry is that the defendant will just resume that behavior once the lawsuit is thrown out right yeah and he was already tortured he already has it spent yeah obviously you're not like and he had a wife at home right yeah, and he wasn't even told, yeah. like, what he did, so... Well, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I know, and that's why it's so fucked. So, the voluntary cessation doctrine is just, like, a guardrail, and um, the defendant just makes it clear... It's made clear to the defendant that the alleged alleged wrongful behavior cannot be reasonably expected to reoccur. And so, when he um, brought this case, the... Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals said that based on this doctrine, the case is not closed. And um, the thing is, is that based on this doctrine, the FBI, their case is, look, we're not going to place Vickery on the no-fly list again based on our current information. But is that sufficient? Because we don't know what got him there in the first place. 
Kagan asked the question, like, so imagine I do a bake sale at a mosque and um, and I get placed on the no-fly list, like, and obviously it's wrong. They take me off the no-fly list. If I do, like, a different bake sale at a mosque, what's to say I'm not going to get placed on the no-fly list again? If it was, like, first of all, faulty reasoning for mm-hmm. even placing me on the no-fly list. Um, so Fikri just wanted to know why it originally aired enlisting him and um it wants to know what has been the change of policy and more transparency and what it takes to place someone on the list um that's what he wants and uh fbi said that the supreme court must only consider if there is reasonable likeliness of recurrence quote-unquote based on current available information um this all seems and like it is a way for the fbi to protect that they were doing something that was discriminatory it is i and they i mean and i hope this is really just like indicative of that entire period of time yeah because I feel like their kind of attitude now is like we had something awful happen to our country and our national security. It was, you know, like no holds barred. Um, we just, you know, mm-hmm. so I, um, yeah, I think it's definitely it's definitely one of the more interesting cases that mm-hmm. I looked into this because even if it's not, um, I don't, I, I feel like I, it's still. I the FBI has to be held to account for that period mm-hmm. of time and how, um, like, discriminatory its practices were towards any Muslim Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's also crazy, though, is I... We're not completely back, but with recent events... Yeah. Of, I like, being back in the Middle East, like, how... And even in general. Um, yeah feeling like we're closer to conflict with other countries um yeah. how that is even impacting uh like i even like uh-huh uh-huh especially because we have government official or like former government officials being like there are sleeper cells here in the u.s that are just waiting to you know mm-hmm. attack our country like uh, we have uh, and like freaking nancy pelosi being like mm-hmm. oh you guys you pro-Palestinian protesters are all oh, from uh, China. Yep. But I've also heard so many people, um, like, really like upset with Jewish people as well, and it, all that. Like, even someone that I work with was like, if there's like a Jewish flag or like something, it's like, oh, like, what are they gonna say? And it's like. They might be Jewish, but I don't think they're Zionists, you know? Like, yeah, there's a I big difference in how I feel like we're reverting back to this. Well, mm. it's, I, I don't, it's just kind of more, like, complicated than that. I think that, I think that a lot of people feel that, like, the Israeli flag is a symbol for Zionism at its core and that yeah. the very existence of Israel is um, unjust. And I'm not saying... I I don't really want to get into this on the pod, um, but I'm just saying that like it's it's 
pretty sleep up to think that any pro-Palestinian protesters um, could be paid for and not just be protesting for their beliefs that what is happening to Palestinians and yeah is oh the Nancy Pelosi thing was super uncalled for um, did you see the video of her um, uh, in her 49ers jersey oh my god wait did I send you that Francisco fish Wait, did I send you that yeah, one? Yeah, you sent it to me. I and she said, uh, she, she basically said, someone said, like, was talking to her, and she was like, she said, go back to China. She's so crazy. And it's so crazy. Like, the diff- like all politicians are just they're like this. They're losing it. Um, okay. Right. Yeah, the, okay, the other cases, um, let's see. I thought Smith v. Arizona was kind of interesting. It's not, like, that, like, important, but it was... It had some meth in it, which I thought was it had a methy term. Um, yeah, but this guy, uh, Jason Smith, he was like caught with um, all these drugs is uh, with intent to sell marijuana, and then he was caught with like personal use meth, and he um, uh, basically there uh, the forensic analyst um of his case didn't present at trial there was a substitute expert to present the testimonial statements from that forensic analyst so it really uh this case was like concerning the sixth amendments confrontation clause um about how like in the right to a fair trial a defendant has the right to confront its accusers um obviously so I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't look into it too much, but I it's definitely um I like that one. And right. I, yeah. What what where do you think uh I think that you should have the right to For sure. Yeah. I th- and honestly I feel like the justices were on board. It, it was it was all of them actually. Like it didn't really seem like it was that partisan um an issue. I think they all kind of were on board for yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I think if you're you're gonna be involved in a lawsuit, you should show up. Yeah, and it sucks if you are involved and like you you are called to be a witness. But you know what? That you're the best witness there is, not your substitute. Yeah, totally. Um. Yeah. So should we move on to? Uh, I mean, like the other one, uh, and then there was um. What what's it? Combo Chavez v. Garland um, mm-hmm. was just like an immigration one. It, it's it's not it's not a big immigration one, but obviously it's um, an important case just because of everything that's going on right now. It examined uh, basically whether the government um, provides adequate notice under the Immigration and Nationality Act when it serves the initial notice document. Um, and does not include like a time and place of proceedings mm-hmm. followed by um, an additional document containing that information. So it's kind of about like the, um, it's just like an adequate notice case and whether like uh, immigrants are provided like the, uh, like whether bureaucracy really is to immigrants which yeah. obviously it is not and uh, yeah this this um this case just looked at like a very like 
the specificity within that issue. Mm. I listened to some of that, but I, to be fair, um, also listening to oral arguments before bed, sometimes it's a problem. It's yeah. a it's a problem, and sometimes it's a blessing. I, it's a blessing that that's the reason sometimes when I can't sleep, mm-hmm. and not even for the podcast, but yeah. like, and I'm like, you know what, like. I can't sleep. It's better than any other thing to listen to. Yeah. It puts me right to bed. That's a, that's the necessary and proper pro tip right there. Yeah. Or arguments before bedtime. And then when you're awake and you need to know what happened during them. Yep. You listen here. And who knows? Maybe you, your brain kind of sucked up some of that. Inf- mine never does, but I like to think it. Mine has. It when I s- Here's why. Yeah. When I look over some of, like, for example, I listen to, this has happened multiple times, but if I listen to something before bed and then I do my research, it sticks so much quicker because I'm like, oh, I remember that now. Oh, I I remember that now. I think it's like when you're like learning Spanish in your sleep and you're kind of like, whoa, how am I getting these? uh, Yeah. Yeah. You need to see it again to actually For remember. Sure. You're not like gonna be speaking Spanish all of a sudden, but, but it's suddenly not it's going to like not seem totally foreign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really. The other cases uh, were confusing and seemed boring. So, and, and there was only like oh my god, what was the land one? Like the first case I was heard this month, I started researching it, and I was like, yeah, nope. The sheets the county of El Dorado. Yeah, the one that, yeah, 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 that one. I was like, so freaking boring. Um, <laughs> I, it was I like w- about homeowner laws for, it was like basically about like whether a homeowner is, um, uh, like it was a challenge to a monetary exaction fee imposed on a homeowner for home improve, uh, for, sorry, uh, road improvements. Mm-hmm. Like, adjacent to their land so <laughs> it was about like it was about like some shit called like uh essential nexus and like rough proportionality um uh like from supreme court precedents so yeah can i just see that one because i i think i knew one in the other Yeah. I feel like there was like one more, but probably not. Oh, okay. Okay, Chevron. Yeah. Also, real quick, yeah. I can edit this one. Do you want to? Because I'll have my computer back. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Because I also love editing. Okay, I don't mind it either. But also, I know we've been taking so many breaks. All and yeah. When do you think you'll get it back? By Monday. Yeah. Nice. I don't mind. I don't really. I really don't mind it. Okay. Much. 
Um, but yeah, we'll see. But once if I you'd rather edit it, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want, I'll give you all of the passwords to the portal. What portal? To like upload it, the RSS feed. If anything, I'll just edit it and then send you something. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I also have Adobe and shit. Mm. Oh, actually, I do. All right, so we're gonna do next episode because we're kind of running out of time. Next episode is going to be the Chevron, Chevron Doctrine. Um, thank th- thank you for listening to this one. It was a little all over the, all place, over the place, but also I think that's what we wanted Let's last time. Back. In and out and all around. Yeah, exactly. We covered the articles, little little January yeah. um, recap, and just a little episode 10 party. Yeah. Uh, respectfully submitted. Yeah. 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 You say it too. Respectfully submitted. <laughs>